Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. Understanding the subject of holiness. Understanding the subject of holiness. Understanding the subject of holiness. Now, this subject is very important for believers to know and, and grasp because if it is not taught well, it can enslave you. <laughs> we are doing everything possible to stay outside enslavement. That's what Paul said in the book of Romans. He said, do not be enslaved again. Okay? Do not be enslaved again. So, you must understand God's word and make sure you have the ash of the heifer in your water so that you can be clean and be washed. You got it? Okay. So, so this morning, I'm going to share... my thoughts with you as far as the scriptures are concerned and it's not going to be my, my only thought you are going to read it yourself so you can catch the whole show Leviticus 14 for I am the Lord your God ye shall therefore sanctify yourselves and shall be holy for I am holy neither shall ye defile yourselves with any manner of creeping things that creepeth upon the earth. I read that again. For I am the Lord your God. Ye shall therefore sanctify. I want you to know this the word sanctify. God says, I'll give you two signs. If they don't believe that the stick that turned into snake was from me, when you put your hand here, it will turn to leprosy. Then they will believe. You don't understand. <laughs> so, so you are too kind of, you don't. Yeah. You understand now? Okay. Yeah. God gave me two signs. You didn't believe the leprosy. So believe the stick. For I am the Lord your God. Ye shall therefore sanctify. Now, why you need to understand this scripture 
And this topic is because a lot of Christians are enslaved with the word holiness. So there are churches called holiness churches. There are dispensations called holiness. So let's find out. Forget whatever you know. Let's find out what God says. For I am the Lord your God. Ye shall therefore sanctify yourselves. And ye shall be holy. Now look at it well. He's just telling you something here. You shall sanctify yourself and ye shall be holy. So he just told you something. I'm sure you can see it. For I am holy. If God is holy, it means that he has sanctified himself. That's why he's holy. So after understanding this, when you are praising God, you are saying, oh Lord, you are holy. You know what you are saying. Okay. Then he said, Neither shall ye defile yourselves with any manner of creeping things that creepeth upon the earth. So we'll come back here. Once you understand holiness, you will understand why he said you shall not defile yourself with any manner of creeping things that creepeth upon the earth. Which means that these creeping things that creepeth upon the earth that he's talking about doesn't make them clean. It doesn't make them holy. So they should sanctify themselves from this. Then they shall be holy. Okay? Yes, sir. Have you heard of sanctification conference? Yes. Sanctification gatherings? Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. 45. For I am the Lord that bringeth you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God. And he said again, ye shall therefore be holy for I am holy. Here gives you another picture. He said, I am the one that bringeth you out. Bringeth you out of Egypt. To be your God. Ye shall therefore be holy. For I am holy. Which means that if God calls you, he expects you to be like him. So be holy just like he is holy. Okay? Now you understand that this is still under the law. Remember the book of Leviticus is the book of law. Which means that they, they have to try to be holy. Just like God is holy. But later on you realize that our case is different. Yes, now, it's amazing to know that if you don't understand grace, you can't teach holiness. You, you would treat holiness as, 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 um, as bondage. Or as a law. And a lot of people, you know how many times I tried to be holy? I'm telling you, when I was growing up, because there were conferences I attended at Legon campus. It was the, called the Holiness Conference. And I, I was hearing the word sanctify, consecrate. You know, I was hearing all these words. And, you know, that's why you sing the song, Lord, prepare me to be sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. Because uh, I'll be a living, oh Jesus sanctuary for you. And I said, oh. and I remember I was singing and, and, and weeping because I felt so unclean. Anyway, I was born again. I was born again. Now, this same scripture, Peter quoted the same thing in 1 Peter 15, 1, 15 to 17. 1 Peter 1, 15 to 17. 
All right. But as he which hath called you is holy, so be holy in all manner of conversation. The word conversation is the word in all manner of lifestyle. In all manner of lifestyle. In your living. He says, be ye holy. So this is where he catches people. All right. Go on. Because it is written. Uh-huh. So he's quoting Leviticus. Because it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. So Peter is quoting Leviticus 11, 44, and 45. So he's reiterating what God has said. 17. And if ye call on the Father, who without respect of person judgeth according to every man's work, pass the time of your sojourning here in fear. Okay. For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold for your vain conversation, for your vain lifestyle, received by traditions from your father. Your father, sorry. In other words, their living is as a result of what they passed on. It was passed on from their fathers. Remember, their fathers were under the law. Now, this is First Peter. He was talking to the Jews who had scattered in the nations, preaching the gospel. So, Paul is present, Peter is presenting the gospel to them. But he's trying to say that this gospel I'm passing on to you, God says you should be holy. But the question is, if you are under the law, remember, you cannot purify your own self. We learned on Friday. Yes. You cannot purify yourself. He says, then you must rely on grace to make you purified. Then when you are purified and you are holy, then you need to stop those traditions that came from your fathers. Otherwise, though you are a child of God, you are born again now, you will still be living the lifestyle of the law. You get it now? Yes, uh-huh. That's what he's trying to say. So, we will... Now, you have learned and, no, and, and, and noticed that people always think that the opposite of holiness is sin. So, if you are not holy, then you are sinful. But that's not correct. That's never correct. The opposite of holiness is not sinful. So you see, anytime you sin, they say you are not holy. You, you heard that? But that's not true. That is not, that's not so true. Let me show you in the Bible, anytime you want to understand a particular topic or subject, you need to go back and find out when it was first mentioned. And how it was mentioned, you will get the understanding from there. It is called the law of first mention, which, which means whatever was mentioned, the intent and the purposes runs through the same. That's how come if you don't understand blood, you will never understand the blood of Jesus. You'll be using it for nonsense. <laughs> so let's go to the first mention in Genesis chapter 2, verse 3. And let's see the word holy. And what idea we can pick from there. And God blessed the seventh day. This is where you got to know that number seven, the number seven is God's favorite number. 
Why? He blessed it. He blessed the seventh day. You know, there are a few numbers that are God's favorite. One, three, seven, five, twelve. And God blessed the seventh day and declared it. He declared it what? Holy. So God blessed the seventh day and he declared it holy because it was the day when he rested from all his work of creation. Now you are a student of grace. Now reading when he rested from all his work of creation, that is an aspect of grace. Okay? Yeah, that's grace you are seeing there. Okay. Which means, because we only rest in grace. You cannot rest anywhere but in grace. And I showed you the first time the word grace was mentioned, it was mentioned concerning rest. Noah. And Noah found grace. And I told you, even Noah didn't have rest until he entered into grace. The ark. And Noah found grace. Noah means rest. So, and rest found grace. But before he found rest, he was being tormented by the people. Because he was, he was the holy guy around. The holy righteous guy. And they were tormenting him with sin. You see that? So when God asked him to build the ark, now the ark stood for Christ. And Christ is our grace. But the Bible says, and God, called Noah to come into the ark. So if God is calling him to come into the ark, where will God be? In the ark? Can you see that? Yes, so God was showing rest. How the proper way to rest. Remember, the whole ark represents Christ, our grace. But rest is no rest if it is not in Christ. You have no rest except you are in Christ. And so God called Noah to come into the ark. Let me show you how he rested. Can you stay with chimpanzees and uh, tigers and lions and, and all that? Were all these animals not in the, in the, in the, in the ark? Did, did you ever hear that Noah and his family were running away? Because in Christ, there is solemnity. In Christ, there is tranquility. In Christ, all are the same. Hmm. A lion is just like a chicken. A chicken is just like a lion. They are all the same. They behave. They are, on, they are not harmful. And Noah and his people fed them for several months. In those days, there were no metals to cage them. I want, to, I want to make it clear. It was wood. You are caging lion with wood. Lions, leopards, cheetahs, tigers, foxes. Now, think about all these wild animals. 
and they are in, they are in the they are in the ark, and they can see goats, they can see bulls, they can see zebras. Normally, their blood will be hot. I want it to be clear so you understand what I'm trying to say. But they stayed calm. Even if they gave the lions grass, they would have eaten. And they saw human beings. Yet, the lions were like cats. Normal domestic cats. In fact, in Christ, that's why you must take your position. When the wild animal, oh, chale, chale, it will be like a domestic animal. Can you see that? So, rest is found in grace. Listen, you can never have rest if you, have no, you are not in Christ. Trust me. That's it. So, go back to 2-3. So, he said he declared it holy. What does it mean that he declared it holy? And then he said he declared it because, the day, because it was the day when he rested from all his works. Okay. Now, let's get into meanings of words so we can come back and put it into context. Okay? Now, in the Greek, there are two words that stand for holy or holiness or the word holy. Now, the first word is called hagios. H-A-G-I-O-S. Hagios. Hagios. Which actually means to set apart. To set apart. Or separated from. To set apart or separated from. To set apart or separated from. And it also implies... That separated unto. <laughs> it also implies separated unto. Now, with that definition, you can now see what God is saying here. He said, and God blessed the seventh day and declared it separate. He declared it separated unto him. You get it now? Separated unto him. Because it was the day that he rested. Now, even when we are raptured, I showed you the third day and the seventh day. On Friday. You remember that when we are raptured, God has still not finished his work yet. Because there are still humans on the land. So it is after the second coming that's when everything shall end. And then God can now proceed on every plan that he had in his mind from eternal past. You get it now? Remember the blood. The blood had to be sprinkled seven times to declare the perfection of the blood of Jesus which we need only once. So the blood is sprinkled seven times. The blood is perfect. It is, it, is, it is complete. And anyone that receives just one 
sprinkle of the blood, has received a complete and perfect blood. Which is able to save them from sin. You get it? That is why he tells them that until you are cleansed on the third day and on the seventh day, you shall still remain unclean. So the number seven is important for God. When God says you are complete, guy, you are complete. When he says it is finished, it is finished. Okay? All right. So now God declared the day. He separated the day unto him. And this is what some people have taken and said that that day is a Saturday and it is perfect. You see how they, they, they support it? Uh-huh. Okay. So let's assume it used to be Saturday. But when Jesus was raised from the dead, he changed from Saturday to Sunday. It became the first day. You see? Because Jesus was raised from the dead on the first day. It was the first Sunday. The Holy Ghost came on the first Sunday. You see? Uh-huh. Now, now it has changed. It is no more... Because <laughs> the Sabbath himself was Christ. Sabbath, the seventh, the seventh day, the seventh is actually Christ. So when Christ came, God's agenda were completed. That is why his death on the cross represented the completeness of all things. Do you get it now? And it is on the seventh day he rested from all his work. Oh. Jesus was the work of God. I mean, came to complete God's work. When he died on the cross, all the work is finished. That's why we call it the finished work. So in other words, the seventh day is Christ separated unto God. So God can stop talking. The word rest is not physical resting. It's a legal terminology which means you cease from talking. You get it? Because God doesn't rest. He's a spirit. Have you seen spirit? If spirit rest, then you have breathing space. Like they won't chase you from your your great 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 grandfathers. They are still running the show from generations upon generations. They would have been tired, isn't it? Yeah, but they don't get tired. Spirits don't get tired because they don't have body. It is only bodies that are tired. That's how come when a spirit enters a man or a body and you are trying to cast the spirit out. After we hold, the, we hold the body for a while, the spirit gets tired. Because now the spirit is in the body. That's why Jesus said, it is good for you that I go. Because he was restricted by the body to do whatever he wanted to do. That's why he said, it is good for you that I go. So when he goes, then he will come as the spirit of Christ. Now he is not restricted. Remember, when he was in the body, he couldn't be at two places at the same time. But now Jesus, as the spirit of Christ, can be everywhere at the same time. He is not restricted. This body restricts us. That's why Paul says we groan. So we can be out of this body. So that we can be as he is. You see? Yeah. Isn't God amazing? So, we see that word as separated from, separated unto. 
now. So imagine you work in the office. Those of you that you work in the office. And they say your company is collapsing. Okay? People are not buying. Things are not working. And then all of a sudden, they call you and say, oh, they want to increase your salary by 150%. This is a scenario of holiness. Everybody else is suffering from the consequence of the company. But they singled you out and said, though the company is collapsing, you, you are being raised, your salary is being raised by 150%. So assuming your salary is 5,000, they said they're going to give you 12,000. So you are not like the other people. You have been separated. In other words, you are different. So in a nutshell, the word holiness actually means different. You are different from the rest. Those of you that you are sin conscious, you, you don't worry, we will settle it. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, imagine you go somewhere and everybody is speaking vulgar. Everybody is swearing. Okay? Before they talk, they are swearing. They are using vulgar, nasty language. But when everybody comes to you, they realize that you don't use those languages. Are you like them? You are what? You are different. It means you are holy. Because you are separated from them. <laughs> that, that is the understanding of holiness. That's all. So let's read scripture. So now we, you understand. Okay. Look at... Um, and, and I said this. In the Old Testament, you hear God says that, um, don't touch this one. Don't do this one. Bring this one here. Everything that he calls, he's saying, separate those ones unto me. They are holy unto me, including our tithe. Under the law. He said the tithe belongs to him. Which means that the tithe is holy. Why is he holy? Because he has separated that one unto himself. You get it now? Now when we are done, you will know that you, you can never be unholy. Unholiness is not necessarily sin. Do you get it? Okay. Now, let me give you some scriptures that concerns holiness unto God. Luke 149. Luke 149. He says, For the mighty one is holy. And he had done great things for him. So now when we say God is holy, what does it mean? It means God is a separated one. God is a different one. Different from what? Different from all gods. He's separated from all gods. That's what the Bible says, among the gods who is like him. Because he is different. So when we say holy, holy, when the angels sing, sang in Hebrew, uh, uh, Isaiah chapter 6, you know, the, the cherubims, and they said, holy, 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 holy. They said holy. 
What they are trying to say is that this kind is different. And God wants to hear these words every time. He always wants to hear you say that he is different. He wants you to acknowledge that he is different. And just as he is different, so are you. <laughs> so he said, the mighty one is holy. Normally you think he's wearing white, white shirt. No, that's how we ascribe holiness. When you want to describe somebody who is holy, we make him put on white. Yes, it's, it's a symbolism. It means that it is something that has no stain. But black without stain can also stand for holiness. So it's not necessarily. Now, the reason why they use white is because of their glory. The, the effulgence of his glory. The brightness. You know, it's like white bright light. Okay? Uh-huh. But what it actually means is that our God is separated. He doesn't do what others do. He is not like the devil that will give something with you with the right hand and use left hand to collect from you. Our God gives you and he gives you for free. Because he is separated. He has separated himself. Huh. He said there is no iota of lie in him. It, which means that everybody lies. He does not lie. Can you see that? He does not lie. He said, let all men, look at the statement, let all men be liars and let God be true. Which means that God has separated himself from all men. Ah. Reason why you cannot copy the lifestyle of men. Because they are liars. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayma 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-L Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny-L Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International, contact services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to leave from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.